2: through interviews with leading professionals, and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. And welcome to the Business Influencer Marketing Podcast, episode 34. I am very excited for our podcast today, Danielle. Tell me why. We get to talk about jewelry. Oh, no. This is almost
0: as bad as if we were able to talk about clothes.
2: We're going to have to find a way to bring on a guest that can talk about that.
0: (laughs) Okay. Calling fashion bloggers because Jamie is looking for you.
2: That's exactly right. Yay. I know. Oh my gosh, my happy place. Today we have Lisa Lehman of Lisa Lehman Designs on the podcast. Full disclosure, she is one of my closest friends, but that is not why she's on the podcast. Although we could probably have had a podcast of just us being goofy, but we are (laughs) talking. Lisa's been selling jewelry for quite some time and I won't say a very long time because she's very youthful. It's Um, impossible because she's like 25. I know, she looks 25. She really does. She's amazing. She does not age. But Lisa has been selling jewelry for a long time online, and a good portion of her business is built through social media and through her branding, which is some of the best branding out there. But the reason... I was so lucky as to get Lisa on the show is because we are so close. And it got me thinking about all the people that we meet and the friends that we make along the way. And it's pretty fun. It's amazing.
0: My husband and I joke a lot. He's like, is that one of your friends that lives in the computer? And I'll <laughs> say, yeah, um. So, and he's like, "Are they really people?" And I'm like, "Stop it! They're real." I think. And so, you know, we you go down that road, but it's amazing the incredible friendships that you can forge with the people that you meet through your business, and particularly online. It's just it's uh, some of my favorite
2: people I've met that way. It's so true. I mean, we met our producer that way. We met him. I met him at a conference. You did too. Mm -hmm. And he and I became friends. And then sure enough, here he was. I don't think he regrets it at all. Yeah, he loved (laughs) us so much. Every day he wakes up and he goes, thank goodness I met Jamie and Danielle. It's true. He may not admit it. He is one of our besties. (laughs) He's probably like, I'm just going
0: to keep this on mute
2: and not get into this with them today. We'll deal with their reality (laughs) a later time. He's totally rolling his (laughs) eyes. But we actually we've made a lot of really awesome friends. And Lisa and I have definitely we met at a conference, a Type A parent conference. I think the very first time we met was actually at a mastermind. It was either at a mastermind or their annual conference. This was three or four years ago. And we just sort of hit it off. We bonded instantly. And it was very nice to meet someone in the industry who was running a business, who had an understanding, and we had a lot in common. And so we became really close. And I have a crazy amount of respect for her jewelry, which... Anybody who's ever met me knows I wear it pretty much draped all over me.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, at what point in the relationship did you become also her number one client?
2: (laughs) You know, I actually don't have that title, which made me a little angry. I would
0: expect you to like take that to competitive standards and just go for it.
2: Well, my bank account would be zero if <laughs> <laughs> so the answer to that is no, I can't because my kids, they want to be fed. Uh, they can't eat jewelry, but yes, I, I am definitely one of her, her best clients for sure. Cause her jewelry is so awesome. But beyond that, it's been nice to talk to somebody and, and become friends with someone who understands the space, understand what it's like to run a business in this space. So it's good.
0: Well, I am um, super excited to hear this interview. I, have met Lisa at a number of conferences and I think that she is amazing. So I know she's going to have really incredible tips.
2: Well, with that love letter to Lisa, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit more officially about her other than how much we love her and her jewelry. Lisa Lehman is a goldsmith artist and founder of Lisa Lehman Designs. Lisa eats, sleeps, and breathes creative. With a unique bent for business and a heart for people, she has built her artisan jewelry design company over the last 16 years. Lisa is as passionate about jewelry as she is about life. Her unique ability to authentically connect with her customers via online platforms has catapulted her business. There is far more to Lisa than just a little bling, though. How would she describe herself? She's addicted to coffee, enamored with dark chocolate, a lover of wine a self-proclaimed fashionista a quote ink I think we know that means tattoos connoisseur spellbound by fire seeking authenticity and she has a strong desire to help women connect to their inner creative through her jewelry designs I think we all now know why Lisa and I are so close (laughs) (laughs) but before we get into the interview here is a quick word from our sponsor This episode is brought to you by Hashtag Legal. Hashtag Legal is a full-service law firm specializing in influencer marketing, social media, and service professionals. We offer a wide range of services, contract review and drafting, trademark and copyright registration and monitoring, FTC advice and disclosures, and full site reviews, including drafting site terms and conditions and privacy policies. Check us out at www.hashtag-legal.com. I'm not going to lie, I am insanely excited for today's guest for a few reasons. The first reason, and I feel like I need the full disclosure, is because she's my best friend. And the second reason is because she makes some of the best jewelry in the world. I am super excited to have Lisa Lehman of Lisa Lehman Designs on the podcast today. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jamie.
1: So glad to be here with you. And you can be my best friend forever with that kind of shout out,
2: for <laughs> sure. For sure. Not everybody gets that. Not everybody gets uh, that. I feel very lucky. So t- now... I. Can't imagine how, but some members of our audience may not know about you and your amazing jewelry. So tell us a little (gasps) bit about your business.
1: I design and create handcrafted jewelry. I have been doing so for over 16 years. Every piece is designed and fabricated within my Michigan studio. I have a passion for creating and a passion for creating jewelry that really speaks to women and men, mostly women. And yeah, that's kind of my thing. I like to play with fire and it's kind of where I like to be. I've been
2: to that studio. It is so cool. You've never let me play with fire though.
1: Well, you know, you're good at a lot of things, but let's not let's not push it.
2: (laughs) That is very fair. Now, we met a few years ago at a blogging conference. Very true. And I know that you have blogged for a long time and used social media. Um, to grow your business. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about how you use your blog and social media in connection and conjunction with your business?
1: I have been, like I said, I've been at this for a very long time. And when I started my business, it was actually as social media was becoming something of what it is today. It was on the forefront, there was things out there, not everyone was active in it. And I I was intrigued, to say the least. And I kind of jumped in um, full, you know, two feet, let's just go and try this out. And that is really where I built my business, on a social media platform. And I enjoy writing um, almost as much as I enjoy jewelry. And that gave me an outlet to to write, to get people to know me on a different level, not just as this jewelry person, but as a real person. And, and just the two between, you know, the blogging and then using social media, that's really how I, I grew my business from the day, from day one.
2: Why do you think that helps you so much? I think,
1: especially in an era of an Amazon era and, and online and fast paced people do like to shop online, but they also really enjoy having a connection with whom they're shopping with. And I think that was someplace that I really found wasn't just a gimmick for me. It was something I really loved because I really loved connecting with the people, even though I don't actually see them in real life. So it was kind
2: of a win-win for me. Now, social media, obviously, I mean, it changes every minute, right? There's a new platform. <laughs> There's right. How has your strategy changed over the years as the platforms have changed?
1: Oh my gosh. It, like you say, it changes, I think, month, to month um when i started really the first place i i dove in was in twitter that was you know i i used to like my kids as they got old enough to get on twitter they referred to me as being big on twitter which is <laughs> hilarious now But I, um, that was kind of the place and people actually had conversations and that is where I actually got to meet a lot of the bloggers that I know today and just made a lot of those connections. It was just a, it was a place for conversation. It was a place to start to talk about what people did and why they were out there. So that was the beginning. And then it just kind of evolved and I kind of followed Followed the trends really to see, yeah, it had to be something I also liked. I liked talking in 140 characters in that Twitter day because that was, <laughs> I like short, <laughs> I like short little conversations. You know, it was just it's kind of like kind of like a cocktail party. You know, so I liked that about Twitter back
2: then. I remember that when Twitter was an actual real conversation that you were having. Right? Yeah, it was. Um, it was very different than it feels now. There's so much noise now, not just on Twitter. Way too much noise. Yeah, everywhere. So how do you keep up the conversation? Because that's something you do incredibly well. You continue to connect with your customers and your fan base, really, because people to get a Lisa Lehman Design piece of jewelry to a lot of people is like getting a piece of you. So how do you keep up that conversation in a time where you can't have conversations on Twitter anymore? Right. Um, I think there's,
1: there's real, there's really no trick to it. I think, um, people can smell a salesperson a mile away and I never wanted to be that. So I think the the whole, the, my whole plan behind what I do is really just continue to be authentic, not, not give every detail of my life to people, but just to be a hundred percent who I am, um, so that people can get to know me in that way, you know? And so it's, whether it's Instagram and showing the stupid behind the scenes moments, you know, like yesterday I had a picture of my plot that had fuzz all over them. And I was making it like it was a monster. I mean, that's just stupid. (laughs) But people, it's the little things, but people, it's not, it's not always so shiny and Pinterest perfect all the time. And I think that's really the biggest trick in social media, because otherwise, you you know, it's I could be shiny and perfect all the time. But then then nobody can relate to that either. And I don't want that kind of lifestyle because life is messy.
2: That's the thing that attracted me most, I think, when we first met, because when I first met you, I was in the blogging community, but I hadn't really ventured out as far. And so I met you at really one of my very first conferences that I ever mm-hmm. did. And I remember that was one thing that I that really resonated with me was that you were just you. And I mm-hmm. also and very much unapologetically me. <laughs> yes. And this is why we're best friends. That's exactly <laughs> right. And it worked. It really, really did. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of your tips and tricks um, in influencer marketing applies to both people whose sole focus is as being an influencer and people who use influencer marketing tools to grow a business in conjunction with that. Correct. Um, I think it works either way. So now Mm -hmm. that we've talked about that authenticity, really, I think that gets wrapped up in your brand. Um, You have an incredibly strong brand identity. Did you always have that from the beginning or is it something that's grown over the years?
1: Um, I think actually... I've had it from the beginning. I mean, if I go back to the jewelry I designed, you know, 16 years ago when I was doing beaded jewelry, one of my taglines back then was purposeful jewelry. And I did a lot of jewelry that had stories behind it or um, had things that related to my faith or had things that were related to awareness. Like I, it was really important to me that I had that kind of connection and it wasn't just pretty jewelry. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love making pretty jewelry, but there always needed to be something more than that for me. And I think yeah, I think I really started that from day 1 when I started selling jewelry.
2: I love that telling a story through your art. And yeah. you do a nice job of that. I even see it in on your website. And we'll put that in as a link to the show notes when you describe or name a piece of jewelry. Mm, yes, yeah, and and that's like you know
1: I've actually I did it yesterday. I had this cuff bracelet that I wanted to um, put on the site, and I'm like, oh, I could just call it the turquoise cuff bracelet. I'm like, well, that's dumb. And it literally took me forever to come up with what emotion, what feeling, what was I trying? You know, who is this person? Who's going to wear that? Why would they wear? I mean, it was just. And that's not trying to be salesy. It's just like I really wanted it to resonate with this piece for somebody. So yeah, that's the weird in- That's the weird inside of my brain you really don't want to see.
2: <laughs> I like seeing it. And I'd like to put in a request for the Jamie somewhere on oh, your yes. website. Oh, trust me, honey. There will be a Jamie. There will be a Jamie. Yes, winning. <laughs> So you not only have this brand, which I love and I think works so well, and you're very consistent with the brand, your words, the way things look, it's just and it's just you. So it's not manufactured, which I think is the key that I'm hearing. But you also have a community of followers. I talked about, you know, you have a private Facebook group and there was a woman who posted in there who showed that she had bought two pairs of your earrings and you could tell she had saved and was just so excited to own this. So how do you cultivate that community with people you've presumably never met? Sometimes it's a little overwhelming
1: to me that I have these people that have really followed me so closely for years and years like that or Or want to be involved in it. And I just think it's because I never talk to them. Like, for instance, in that group, I never talk to them like I'm trying to sell them something. I talk to them like they're people with genuine concerns. And, you know, and yes, on on my main business page, I will talk about... Um, jewelry pieces. But I think I always try to do it on a level where they don't feel like they're dealing with a big business. Obviously, I'm not a big business. But really, I mean, answering people and talking to them and the things I write, I think the blog is, has been really central to all of that too. And so, you know, I don't really hide too much behind the scenes. I don't give them every, like I said, every detail, but I give them enough. So they, they really do know me. It's not just a feeling of know me. I mean, they, they really do know me and that, that creates connections
2: for sure. Let's talk about the blog. How long have you been blogging?
1: Oh my goodness. I think I started blogging right from the very beginning. So probably 15 years or so. Consistently
2: That's... I'm not that's pretty amazing so you've been doing it a long time Um, and blogging has changed you know what used to be the extreme long firm blog posts are now turning into instagram posts essentially right um do you still do you still use your blog
1: um i am in Currently, well, I just had to move it over because I have a new website. So it's now in a format where it fits on my site again. And so I want to get back into it. I'm just trying to figure out exactly what that looks like now um, because I want to use it as a tool for connecting like I always have. But I also want to use it as an informative tool in case people are coming in and looking for um, information about, you know, about the kind of jewelry or about wearing jewelry. So it's I'm trying to figure out what a balance of that looks like, again, with my with my clients in mind, you know, not trying to sell to them, but to give them something to go to, that's worthy of going to. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, (laughs) I like that. So having a good combination of sort of that personal touch that you've always had, that's been a big part of your brand, but also, teaching people about what it is that you do so they can make informed decisions for purchase. That makes exactly, I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, if you were talking to someone today who was going to start a business and they knew that a good portion of it was going to be an online business, what advice would you give to them in using social media and blogging?
1: Uh, the very first piece of advice I think would be is to be yourself. Do not go out there and find somebody else that you think is doing it right and copy them, because I see that all the time, and people. People can smell that stuff a while away and they're not going to be interested in that. They are looking for people that they connect with and they need to connect with you in order to connect with whatever service or whatever, you know, widget you're going to sell. They need to make sure that you're the, you're the person they want to connect with and then
2: the rest will follow. I love that piece of advice. I see so many people both in the influencer space, people, service professionals Mm-hmm. that are doing these things that are so unique to them. And then a whole bunch of people trying to do it. And you're right, right? You just know, you can tell. Right. Yeah.
1: And there's so many people out there with these courses now that are like, here, this is how you grow this. Well, then you have like a 1000 people who are following this cookie cutter plan. And I just don't think there is a cookie cutter plan for it. I think the only way to actually stand out
2: is to to be yourself and to find your voice. I love that. That takes a lot of confidence. That can be hard at times. Absolutely. And
1: Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be this excellent writer, very much have excellent grammar, always, (laughs) please. (laughs) (laughs) There's the homeschool mom and me forever, like, please have good grammar. But um, you don't have to be this excellent writer,
2: just be yourself. I love that. And on that note, we do a few rapid fire questions for all of our guests do you have a couple more minutes for our questions i do anything for you oh yay i love (laughs) this i love this side love fest that we're having (laughs) all right a little cuddle fest online i know well we need that we're far from each other we only get to see each other you know every few months so it's uh we need it as much as you can get that kind of love right all right so coffee or tea Mm, always coffee in the morning,
1: but always tea in the afternoon.
2: You're our first person to give an answer of both, so I love oh. it. Yes, I know. I love being. You're the first. <laughs> what is your favorite book? It can be business, or it can be not business related.
1: Oh, you know, my book favorites change a lot depending on where I am in life. One book though that if anybody ever asks me that in the last couple of years is uh it's a book called The Crossroads of Should and Must, um Find and Follow Your Passion by L Luna. It's really it's a fun book, it's a very creative artsy fartsy book, so <laughs> it's it don't it's not it's got a lot of pictures and drawings in it. But it's uh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's it definitely helps you find where you should be in
2: life. What was the first thing you did to celebrate success in your business?
1: Well, let's see. I probably fed a baby. Is <laughs> 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 when I started this. I was I was pregnant for my fourth child, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I really I I can't tell you. I'm sure. I I mean, every, every time I sell a piece of jewelry, even today, I always do a little happy dance every time. (laughs) So I'm sure I probably
2: started that way back then. We need to take a, like a weekend to just go celebrate. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that would be important and make up for all those years of not celebrating well and just happy dancing.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Do you have a word for the year? Ooh,
1: a word for the year. Um... I, I have kind of gone through a whole lot of them, but the word that I've now has is sitting on my computer screen is scream. <laughs> screen is become.
2: Oh, I like it. Apple mm. or PC. I know the Apple. answer. Heck, Jeez, yeah. I, I, before
1: Apple was cool.
2: <laughs> I actually was too. I've always been Apple. Um, When I yeah. went to law school, they forced me to give up my Mac because they couldn't support it at the time, which tells you. <laughs> When I went to law school, and I was so angry for those three years that the minute I graduated, I went right back.
1: So funny, I was, I and mean, I always had to defend it because I did graphic design way back when, and mm-hmm. everybody's like, that's, "That's stupid." And now they're all, you know, now everybody Apple School. I'm like, i school, law school first, thanks."
2: Exactly. Now tell everyone <laughs> where they can find you. You can find me pretty much
1: anywhere under my name, Lisa Lehman Designs. Designs with an S and Lehman with two N's just to mess people up.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on. We are very excited and we cannot wait to share. We will share all those links as well. And we loved having you on the show.
1: Thanks, Jamie. Love you so much.
0: Mm -hmm. So glad to talk to you. Jamie, I love Lisa. That was such a good interview and I'm pretty excited because I know the Jamie very well and I have seen it on you many times. So that is super cool.
2: I can't believe she listened. I totally extorted her on air to get a piece of jewelry named after me, but I'm not going to lie. It was completely worth it. <laughs> and if you want to see it, there
0: is a link in the show notes so you can check out the Jamie. And for a link to the show notes, you can go to
2: businessese.com episode 34.
0: And we want to hear from everybody in the HQ about the people that you have met and whether it's at a conference or just in some other business setting who have become friends that you are just you rely on and they're part of your overall support system. So let us know in the HQ. It's businessees.com slash HQ. If you are not already a member, I want to see a love fest in the HQ, Danielle. I always want to see a love fest in the HQ.
2: (laughs) That is true. So thanks everyone. And we will see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessese.com. We'd really love to hang out with you on our Facebook group, the Businesses HQ. To join, visit businessescom slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson, of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.